0: You know, I never pay capital gains. Who am I? I'm Don Thornton. I'm president of HB Funding, Inc. And I am also known as Don the Short Sale Guy. You can find me on YouTube. I have my own uh, channel on Roku and Amazon Fire, Don the Short Sale Guy, uh, because I've been doing short sale investing for 20 years. And in that 20 years, I've averaged about 40 short sale flips a year. And here's the thing about short sales, you may or may not know this, but you cannot do any creative financing with uh, short sales. The bank requires you to actually purchase the property, which means that I have to either use my own money or use investors' money or use financing, but the property has to close, closing costs paid, commissions paid, and so on and so forth. And then when I resell it, it's you know the same thing. I throw it on the market. I find a buyer and I sell it. Well, this means that every time I make a profit, then I'm having to do so. I'm to pay uh, capital gains from every sale. So, what the way I normally did it before I switched to this new uh, method that I've uh, I'm absolutely in love with is that I would uh, take title to each property into a land trust with my company as a trustee. So the idea was that. I thought it was just easier to take it in a land trust than do an LLC because uh, I'm I have an S corp and I'm just a one man show. No one else is in, in my company. I don't have any partners. But the biggest thing when I was when I started doing land trust was because I was told that you know you have some good asset protection on there and that they can only sue the land trust. They can't sue you if somebody falls off a ladder or whatever. So I thought, okay, um, I'll try that. But you know what? When you're doing all these properties and the 40, let's just say the 40 are the ones that closed. I have other properties that didn't close, but I still took them into a land trust during the short sale negotiations. So that's a lot of time and effort spent on juggling all of these land trusts. It was just is a lot. You know, and so I had all this this effort that was being done just to make sure the land trusts are done, they're recorded they're, and everything's in the title. It's just a lot of work having to have, you know, create all these separate entities every time I wanted to buy a property. And that's not even talking about the headaches that I got when you're thinking about, okay, how much money am I going to have to give to Uncle Sam? Uh, so let's just look at the math here. Okay. So we have, let's say if I average 40 uh, short sales a, a year and I said I made an average of $30,000 profit per flip, that means I made a $1.2 million in growth, gross profit. Now, let's say that you know capital gains is of 20%, I believe. So that means that in a year, I was spending $240,000 going to the IRS, you might think to yourself, well, geez, you know, why didn't you, uh, you're an idiot. <laughs> why didn't you just do a 1031 exchange? Well, listen, if you go to my website, you know, neverpaycapitalgains.com, you'll see my, uh, video about, uh, capital gains to get more, in, you get more, in, uh, insight into that, but I'll just give you the cliff notes version. Uh, it's too much work. I mean, um, capital, uh, 1031 exchanges, I mean, it's, you, you have a very tight window uh, it's a lot of hassle. You gotta, you know, find a qualified representative or qualified agent to, to take, take care of the money and all this kind of stuff. And for me, trying to flip, it just didn't work. Uh, maybe if I was doing bigger deals and I only, I did less of them, maybe five or six a year, maybe, but my business model of trying to flip, uh, these short sales, it just didn't work. So, uh, I just decided, you know what? It's better just to pay the tax man, Uncle Sam with his, uh, Uh, actually, you know what? I didn't realize, uh, uncle Sam was a burner, but, uh, he's rolling there a blunt with his, uh, dollar bill there. You go, man, not for me, but Hey, you know what? It's legal. I'm I'm assuming that you're in Colorado or Washington or California. So anyway, I just decided I was gonna, I was gonna pay the tax man and just, uh, focus on getting more deals and just consider that's just a cost of doing business. But you know what? I needed to find a better way. And luckily I did. I wanted to make sure that I keep it simple stupid, but actually what happened was I kept it stupid genius. Uh, Here's how i flip my short sales now. So I sold all my assets of my company and personally, by the way, into one special trust. I'm the trustee of the trust and the trust now buys all my houses. So when I make an, you know, when I submit the prop, the, when I submit all the paperwork with my offer to the bank for it to be accepted in a short sale, it's not from Don Thornton individual. It's not HB funding inc anymore. It's from my trust. Okay. So the trust is the, is the buyer. So the trust will buy the short sale and then. Obviously, we do the same business model. We do uh, a quickie rehab, we sell it, and then the proceeds are deposited into the trust bank account. Now, because the special status of this trust, all capital gains are deferred in perpetuity. How about that? Isn't that interesting? So now, I have if I if if my tax liability, my capital gains liability was two hundred forty thousand dollars in a year think about what I could do with that 240,000 now that I don't have to pay taxes on it. Now the trust has an IRS 643 status. you can look that up if you want to but basically what it means is that uh, it's uh, you know the money that comes th- is uh, through this trust is you know is not considered uh, a taxable event. There's no capital gains as long as you don't have a tax, you know, you don't do something that causes it to become a taxable event, which if you know how to do it, it's not that hard and you can easily avoid that. So the trust takes title all my properties. I just have one bank account, and I just do one tax return, which is pretty darn cool. Plus I get ironclad asset protection as a bonus. So this trust, this special trust has a spendthrift, uh, uh, classification to it, which means it's based on contract law, not legislative law. So it's it's also settled law with the Supreme Court, which means it's been, actually, this type of a trust has been around for hundreds of years, and it was codified with the IRS in the early 1900s with IRS 643, but it's settled, which means that nothing can attach to this trust. So let's say if someone tries to sue me, if someone, you know, if there's a, a dispute with a contractor and they want to put a mechanic's lien on my house, uh you know, it's going to be more difficult to do because it's in this trust, the trust is the owner. And you know what, in my sense, if the if if this type of trust has been used by the Rockefellers since uh, 1914, it's good enough for me. So what you should do, honestly, is you should take schedule a financial mapping session with one of our financial specialists. I'll, I can arrange that for you, obviously. You're interested in learning in, uh, more about how I'm doing my business and how, most importantly, how this will work for your business. Uh, we can get you set up and you can go in and show them what you're doing and we can make sure that we can find uh, the solution that works for you just as well as it did for me. Because uh, remember, I don't pay capital gains. So thank you for coming here and uh, you can, you know, go to my website, neverpaycapitalgains.com or you know what, call or text me and I'd love to talk to you or ask you more of your questions about how this works. Thanks a lot.